Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. Go ahead. The world is listening. Good morning, friends, and welcome to Mosaic in the Morning. Don't you just love that uh, So beat? fun. So it gets fun. me hype in the morning. Gets you hype in the morning. It doesn't take much to hype you <laughs> no, it up. Doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, welcome, uh, friends. I'm Naeem Fossil, the pastor of Mosaic Church, and this is Kristen Young. She is my co-host, but also she leads the Metro I campus. do. What up, Metro? I mean, I'm excited you guys are all here, but I have to give a special shout-out to... My Metro fam, especially Kurt, Brittany, and Brian. Guys, if you missed those videos this morning, you have to make sure you go back and watch them. They are hilarious. The Metro people are so, so funny. Yeah. And they were talking about quarantine together, but uh, I'm sure people are not doing that. Maybe they're doing that, but uh, what people are doing right now is house parties, House parties, yes. Please don't quarantine at Metro, (laughs) but do a house party. Have a watch party for service. I know last weekend my house was full of people. Mm. There are a couple other watch parties, house parties going on on Sunday morning, like right now. Right now. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. So that's awesome. It's so awesome. Um, So, man. The, our city right here, right now, oh. what, our world, our city, all the kinds of things that are happening right now. Uh, so we are in a series, you know, called Voices, yes. right? And uh, last week I had Joel Mutamale, a uh, buddy of mine. This week it's going to be uh, Lucretia Berry. Uh, Dr. Lucretia Berry. And man, the summer is going to be filled with some amazing people. Yeah. Amazing people. But I got to say, stop and say, I'm so proud of our city. Yo. Yes. I mean, yeah. in light of all the things that are going on, but I was, I've was i been a part of some really some peaceful protests. I mean, I was in a clergy die-in. If you don't know what that means, look it up. But it was powerful. Uh, and then, then the mural? This mural on. in the street in Uptown. It had 16 different artists. Each took a letter and got to do it in their own style. It was so reflective of just... Us. Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's not like mosaic, but yes. it was a mosaic of letters. It was, and of people. Just yes, saying. the Queen City. We totally had something to do with it, not really. We didn't. But we will take credit because you're But we would have. We would have. We Ask would us. Have. Charlotte? Yes. Dear city of yes. Charlotte. I mean, I got actually, I got messages that said, hey, they're doing a mural. Come on, be a part of this because I'm, I'm kind of a, I dabble in the arts. Yeah. That sounded like... <laughs> You can be an artist. (laughs) Yes, yes. yes. But proud, so proud of our city. Also, man, proud of our church, right? Really proud of our church. So proud of our church. All the things that are going on. That actually brings us to, you want to grab your sign? Oh, yeah. Some good news. (laughs) Some good news. Some good news. news. Yes. Yeah, so this is our little segment that we stole from John Krasinski. And we just like to share all the good things that are going on. So because of the generosity of you guys um, there are so many good things happening in Charlotte, mm-hmm. in the world, and we just want to tell you about them. Yes. So, Let's and if it. you have good news stories, let us know. Put it in the chat. Send us an email. We want to know all your stories. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's roll with them. Hey, Mosaic. Ashley Fossil here, and I am standing in our backspace where over the past few weeks, we have been able to start the upfit to turn this into a next-gen and multi-purpose space. We are so excited to see the end product, but we have more good news along those same lines. Follow me. So just this week, we 
close on this 4,000 square foot space on the backside of Mosaic. Isn't that so awesome? I can't wait to see what this space is gonna be long-term as we continue to be the Hope Center in our city. Speaking of some other good news, let's talk about Jennifer Cashel and Created Beautifully. Jen set a goal for her business, Created Beautifully, to make 1,000 masks to give away to people in our community, and she just reached that goal. Do you know what else happened to 1,000 people this week? 1,000 of you have registered for What Lies Between Us, which kicks off this coming Tuesday. Isn't that phenomenal? Please be sure to register if you haven't so you can join us on this educational journey. And finally, we want to give a huge shout out to our Mosaic graduates. We are so excited for you and we want to come alongside you and celebrate you as you enter into this new season. This ends this week some good news. Mosaic, we could not do any of this without your support and generosity, and we truly appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ashley. I am so grateful uh, for you guys. I mean, like, the good news only happens because of your support. So thank you once again for that. I want to jump into our uh, conversation. I've got my special friend and guest, Lucretia Berry, is in the house. I'm in the house. Thank you, you for having me in the house. <laughs> you're welcome. You are welcome. More than welcome. Now, you've been coming to Mosaic. You've been part of us for like how many years now? The, what year is this? 2020? 20, 20, I don't even so know. What eight, year is this, by eight, the way? Eight years? Eight years. Or something, maybe? Yeah. Sure Friends, I just want to let you know, these guys started coming to Mosaic, but they were actually living in... Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which is um, over an hour north of here, Charlotte area. Right. Right. And uh, you were driving to church. We drove every Sunday, loaded our three little littles in the back of the minivan, and drove over an hour to attend Mosaic. I don't even know. It was it was, so it was much the worship. Fun. It was the worship. <laughs> it wasn't the message, that's for sure. That's for sure. You know what it was though? It was the people. <laughs> it, it was, was the people. It was the people. It was definitely. The it people. was all it's of all, it. It's it always was the, the people. Whole yeah. package. Yes. Yeah. It was all of it. Yeah. So, um, so we started talking about Brownicity, mm -hmm. which you are the founder, creator mm -hmm. of, That's right, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and the content leader of it. That's right. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about Brownicity. Let's talk about what's going on in our world, in our sure. country. Sure. Let's just jump right into it. Okay. Okay. Let's start with it. Okay. Well, first, like I want to tell people, Brownicity is a funny sounding word, and I want to explain the origin story. And I, I do want to say, yes, it's made up, like this dropped into my spirit, and I'm like, okay, we're going to go with that. Uh -huh. So, um, as you can see, my family is multi-ethnic, so that's my husband, Nathan Berry, and our three uh, daughters, mm -hmm. and uh, before we even started having kids, you know, we knew that um, our children who are multi-ethnic would need different tools than what we had for navigating our hyper-racialized world. Okay, so I grew up um, in the South, uh, African-American family, so I was given a particular kind of toolkit to navigate. Right, right, yeah. You know, my husband, well, he grew up in the Midwest, in Iowa. In Iowa. Yes, in Iowa. That's where, anyway. So. <laughs> that's where, I, I know what she was going to say. I know what she was going to I'll just say it. This is what she says. She says, that's where they make white people. Yes. They, the good ones. It's all it's, great. It's white not people. proven. It's not scientific. Not fact. No. It's not. It's not in. It's not in the book. It's not. It's not right. True. No. And actually, I heard a comedian say that. So if you don't like the joke, it's not even my joke. <laughs> it's not even I, joke. I took it from a comedian. I thought it was so funny. Okay. <laughs> Rest of the stuff, the good stuff, is all hers. Right. Okay. <laughs> so he, of course, had a different toolkit. So as yeah. parents, we needed to then. Um, come together and figure out what our toolkit looks look like that we are giving our children because what we won't do mm -hmm. is deprive them of the tools they need to navigate. And I know sometimes a lot yeah. of parents want to be silent or they think that if you talk about race um, or if you have conversations about skin tone, then you're actually perpetuating racism. And that's the opposite. It's, yeah, it's not true at all. It's not true. It's not, it's not true at all. And so, um, so uh, one day, uh, when our oldest was four years old, mm -hmm. um, and, I'm, and I'm telling you, we just are very um, open and natural and healthy 
when we talk about, you know, skin tone and race things. And so we're sitting at the dinner table one day and she says, um, I did a project at school mm -hmm. where she painted her portrait. This was her little preschool. And she said, and I learned that we are all hues of brown. She said, mommy, you are deep brown. Daddy, you are light brown. And I am medium brown. And I thought, brilliant. <laughs> You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. That's just, just right. Um, and so then we, we furthered the conversation by saying yes. And, and that's because of melanin. And mommy has more melanin in her skin because her ancestors lived in a place mm -hmm. that was closer to the equator. So they needed more melanin. And daddy has less melanin because his ancestors lived in a place that was farther away from the equator. So they needed less melanin. Mm -hmm. So brown represents melanin, and which we all have. Right. Some of us have less, some of us have more. And then the, and then the icity comes from ethnicity. And ethnicity means that which we have in common. Right. And so our tagline is many hues, one humanity. And it, brownicity, the framework, the mindset, helped our family um, conceptualize and contextualize ourselves as one family, even though when we walk out of the door, right. you know, people will try to socialize us or address us as uh, two different races. Uh, but that's not who we really are. Yeah. So we needed the space to be able to um, have those conversations. So that's where the word brownicity comes from. That's the origin story. And then as people began to ask us questions, you know, our friends who had these beautiful hearts yeah. would ask us questions. And then I, we realized like, oh, like people just, there's just some things that people don't know. Like right. they want to know, right, right, right. but they don't. And then that led to us becoming more of a um, learning-centered uh, type of, well, we weren't brownicity at the time, but just the conversations right. that I we mean, had. Well, I remember, I remember yeah. having conversations about brownicity. Right, right. I mean, we were, I mean, we were hanging out. Mm -hmm. We spent a lot of time with you guys as, mm -hmm. as we connected with, you know, obviously Ashley is white. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, right? So we had, <laughs> so bit. our kids looked a little bit like your kids, yes, your daughter, right. my daughter. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. so we had a lot of conversations about this. And I remember you wanting to kind of talk about, like, uh, not just talk about, but start something called brownicity. Mm -hmm. And then... And your heart behind it was really educational, wasn't it? That's it was right. like, um, you recently did a TED Talk as well. I did. You're right. I did. Yes, it was amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm, I'm smiling at you because you were a part of that. So right. all of this is happening in connection with you and with, in connection I with I am the center of the universe. Oh, my right? gosh. Never no. mind. <laughs> mm -mm. No, no. Never mind. Never mind. No, that's true. Mm -mm. Another thing that's not true. Okay, right. we'll get to the true stuff. Lies, more lies. <laughs> more, lies. more lies. On that note, let's yes. talk about that. What lies between <laughs> yes, us. Yes, <laughs> please, let's talk about that. So what lies between us, this is the journal and guide. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, this is legit. This is, it calls yeah. it fostering first steps yes. towards racial healing. Right. And so I think that's what we need, right? We do. We desperately need that. We do. Uh, Dr. Lucretia Berry. I am. I guess I did not mention that. You know, here's the thing. I've had guests uh, uh, at Mosaic, uh -huh. and it, it, there's a trend happening. Huh. Everybody is either getting their PhD mm. or already has one. Oh, okay. And the problem is I've, I've spent my whole life trying to avoid smart people. Oh. And here's what you happens. You attract smart people. The, I, I, I think. You attract the nerds. So right. that must mean you are a nerd. No. Yes, you no, are. No, no. That doesn't mean that. Yes, it does. That doesn't mean that. No, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, and it's forwarded by me, which is See? hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about that, how, right. why did I even write the forward? Yeah. What do I even know? And and thanks to you, you said, you got, I got it right. You, he did. I got Read it right. Read the forward. He got it right. I got it right. He did. I got it did. right. Okay, so okay. this is, uh, this is this is about education. Right. Um, um, people have kind of linked it to, is it is it connected to other movements out mm -hmm. there? Is it, is it, this is your curriculum? Right. Okay. I, I know that can be confusing. And I have had people in the past ask me, like, who just does this? Like, right. Who just writes a curriculum? So let me back up. So my doctorate is in education, curriculum, and instruction. So before I was married with children, I was Dr. Lucretia Carter, and I was teaching in universities and designing curriculum. I actually um, was very fortunate to be immersed in anti-racism education courses. Oh, so anti-racism. Right. Right. So. 
one semester of my anti-racism education courses, coursework, I, we had to go to South Africa. And we were in South Africa for um, a little over like half a semester. And we were immersed in, it, it was shortly after apartheid had ended. So we go to South Africa shortly after apartheid had ended. And then we were a part of um, their schools in the process of integrating or desegregating. Oh, wow. yeah. So then as education people, we were like uh, speaking in universities and, um, and schools, we would go. I even got to like be a substitute teacher out in rural areas so the, those teachers could have, be a part of um, professional development. And right. so here's a funny story. So I had to substitute teach and my background is also in English, but I was teaching like math and biology. So that was fun, mm. right? But they were like, I don't know, she's an American. She'll entertain the kids. So that's what I did. <laughs> and it was during, it was while the Truth and Reconciliation Commission mm. was happening. Those trials were happening while we were there. So immersed in that, while people were kind of unraveling, untangling, dismantling, and figuring out how to move forward in a new way. And mm. I got to be there Mm. In the midst of that. So I say all that to say, yeah. um, like I, I, curriculum design, and that's, your I, thing. that's my thing. And I love like yeah. cultivating um, the learning experiences. You know, we have to know how people learn. So, um, you know, when I created this curriculum, curriculum, I didn't just say, well, let me throw some resources together and some questions. No, like it's, it's based, it has scaffolding. So it starts with some simple concepts mm -hmm. and then it builds you. So it helps right. you build to be able to have and engage in the more complex, nuanced um, conversation of race. And, and that's because, you know, all my beautiful friends with great hearts, they were asking me these questions. And, you know, the, the implication there was if they knew better, they would do better. Mm. Right. Hmm. And and hmm. Pete, we don't understand how. And, and I mean, you know, we, we have this deficit. You know, we have these a gap when it comes to understanding um, race as a system, as a construct, um, how it has been institutionalized and then how it has determined also right. um, how we live our lives. And we don't even know it because we've been told to not see right. it. Right. And right. so you can't, you don't see it, then you can't. You can't name identify it. it. Right. You can't, you can't, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and right. you've always, from the very beginning, talked about why 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 you believe that race and ethnicity are two different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One's God made, one's man made. Pretty much something right? like that. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> um, and because we need language to right. identify people right. and uh, they, each other and all that, but the problem is, is that then you also categorize them, mm -hmm. and then and and if you're not educated enough to not educated enough, but if you don't know right. the back end, the right. context, the story, the, right. the, the history. Yeah. We're, then not, yeah, we're not taught that as in school. Right. We're not taught that in the, our institutions of education, which we would probably say our schools and churches right. are not. Have you I'm ever not, been to a church no, where they just... No, no. I mean, That's like right now, I, I'll tell you what, right now, Lucretia, <laughs> I'm sure there are people uh -huh. who are thinking, okay, why are we talking about this? I came for church. Right. I came for right, church. Okay. And I think what sometimes people don't, don't realize, I know it's not mosaic people, because, I mean, if you're joining us for the very first time, you're probably wondering what's going on here. I thought this was church. Uh, but those of you who've been a part of us, you know, the reason why we're having this conversation is because mosaic is built on the, the big idea that we're a mosaic of people, mm -hmm. that it's pe broken people coming together to make something beautiful. I mean, that's the heartbeat of mosaic. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is, is that we don't just tolerate and we're okay with diversity <laughs> that's why we exist we exist to bring people together um because we know that we'll have the full expression of what god desires to see in the church church right if we begin to not just tolerate one another but right. actually learn each other and educate ourselves mm -hmm. and, and be for each other and so i love what you're doing here so thank you thank you yeah. and, and just to add to my own story, like I grew up going to church, you know, I, I think I'm, I consider myself a Christian. <laughs> I, like, I love Jesus. But in my, you know, journey through life, it, it was when I got a solid anti-racism education that I really knew how to maneuver and move forward. Mm -hmm. So just having a love for people didn't get me there. Mm -hmm. And I was in Iowa. So I had proximity to white people. Right. So I was very much immersed and, and, and integrated 
that didn't help me. It was when I understood the mechanisms that had divided us in the first place mm -hmm. and how they continued to operate. That was when I knew how to strategize to then move towards oneness. Right. So to heal from the lies that race had told me and move towards yeah. oneness. Man, so good. Let me read, uh, let me go to the passage of scripture that we tried to actually mark. mark. <laughs> fancy way. <laughs> That's a fancy book. Okay. So you said this is your why. It's mm -hmm. found in Romans 12 too. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So you want to read it or should yeah, I read it? Go for it. Should I read it? Not the best oh. at reading, but I'll do it. Okay. It says, do not allow this world to mold you into its own image. Instead, uh, be transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. Mm -hmm. And as a result, you'll be able to discern what God's will, God's wills, mm -hmm. and, and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. Okay. So why was this passage scripture like the 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 jumping off point right yeah so it's my lens and so in my own journey i saw that i how i had allowed race to shape the race the ideology the idea to shape my mind to shape my heart to shape who i cared about mm. who i wanted to serve and so i had allowed this thing to mold me in some good ways but mostly not so good ways mm. you know yeah, yeah. and i needed to then yes allow my mind to be renewed and 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 experience a transformation because I have to be able to what I want to see out here. Yeah, I, it has to exist in here, in here first. Yeah, so yeah. so true, so true. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm, I, I love the, the conversations we are having about this. Um, so I want to jump into it a little bit more. Um, okay. So okay. So when it comes, you 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 talked about um, some five essentials that people oh, need to right. kind of really mm -hmm. understand, mm -hmm. right? right. Uh, to tackle this conversation. Mm -hmm. So what, what, like, what's going on right now? Let me just start with that. Mm -hmm. um, like, I know why, and I think we feel like this is an important conversation right now in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Why is it so important right now? Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like, well, I know that, again, people are exhausted by the same iteration, right? We keep seeing the same thing um, appear mm. in the news. Now, I'm not, well, I could go into why we are feeling it differently right now, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad we are yeah. feeling it differently. It's like we are proximate to it in a way that we've never been before. There is a lot of things happening at once, I think, um, you know, politically as, and socially yeah. and, and interpersonally. And um, I'm just in awe of how I'm see, seeing people who are like, okay, now enough is enough. Yeah. Let's get this right. right. Yeah. And I think people are knowing, are, are coming to understand we can do something about this. It isn't something that's just, sometimes um, racism is, is taught as, well, it's just natural. Or that's just how we're made. Mm. Well, it is not. Mm. It's not. And what do you mean by that? Where it's not how we're made. <laughs> okay. So we are. <laughs> if we're hardwired. Was that a really <laughs> no. awful question? Is no, that it wasn't. <laughs> Your facial expression was like, wait a minute. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> well, because, I mean, we are, if we believe that we are designed yeah. by God and we are in the image of God, we are hardwired to love, right? So this whole notion that instinctually we want to, um, um, let's see, uh, segregate and um, divest and exploit, like that isn't just, that's not, like that's all of, a, of an intentional doing, mm. okay? So like again, without getting too much into um, the course content, but I mean this, is about policies and stories and um, and beliefs that are, that is what is creating yeah. it, and we are just going along with it. Mm -hmm. But that's not how we were made. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, one of the things that are, that's happening right now, and I think people feel it too, is, is a lot of people are having these conversations at church now. All of a sudden, oh, race good. issues and mm-hmm. racism mm-hmm. Um, is in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Social justice has now become the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I was thinking about it even uh, this past week about the idea where, you know, back in the day, I mean, again, I, was, I grew up Muslim, so I can just read about it. But back in the day, there was like, you know what, you just need to not talk about social issues at church. Church mm-hmm. is just church. Mm-hmm. Church is just church. Okay. And we don't get involved. We don't get involved. Mm-hmm. And what, what the church did was it remained silent. Mm-hmm. It didn't, was not part of the solution at all. Mm-hmm. And because it wasn't part of the pro- uh, solution, it became part of the problem. Oh, yeah. And so then it allowed itself, because their people are people. The church is not a building. It's a people. Mm-hmm. And those same people began to act out and live out policies. Right. And so the church was like, no, no, no. But, but we come here. And then to, for me to even read about the things, that even worship, how segregated it was. But they justified it all. And so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this time right now because we're going to leave the church better for the next generation. Yes. It's just going to happen. Yes. It's just going to happen because this next right. generation is not going to put up with it. No, they already are not putting up with it. Right. And they're oh like, God. you know what? I don't believe that. I don't right. believe that. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Let's have all the conversations because, right. it, it, because th- this is why churches are talking about it. This is why we have to talk about it because we do... We've got to create the church for the future. That's right. We do not want to be on the side of like, like our telling our kids, oh yeah, we just sat out. Oh my gosh. We forfeited. We, we were right. like, we were just going to sit yeah. back there. No, no, yeah. no. We're, we're in this. We're talking about it. That's right. So um, I will say this though. We're going to jump into the five essentials a little okay. bit. And then we got, we got, I want to ask you a couple questions as well. Okay. I got all those things for you. All those things. But I just want to say this. I want to say, first of all, thank you so much for saying yes to this. To this okay. Because... I believe it was the last time or the second to last time you spoke at Mosaic. Okay. And it was not a good situation. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Won't forget it. It won't. Yeah. And so I was away. <laughs> it was a summer. I was away. I got a call that you were speaking live and there's a person who interrupted you mid-sermon. That is a polite way to put it. Interrupted me. <laughs> no. 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 It was, yeah. Um, I, got, but, I got yelled at. Yeah. That. It's very traumatizing. Uh, uh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I, I, uh, I, heard, I heard the stories. I wasn't here. I know a lot of people wanted to just, yeah. they wanted to get on this person. Yeah. And, um, it was an interesting situation. It was. It was. Yes. And uh, funny story, though. Oh. You left the sta- stage and your mic was on. Yes. And <laughs> then I said, I said things. You said some things? That I was hilarious. Yeah. By the way. You know, it was not hilarious. It wasn't? <laughs> no. Okay. It was bad. But your mic was on. That was yes. the funny part of it. Oh, not, okay. You know what you went through because that's super traumatic. And I brought it up okay. for a reason. Okay. To just kind of just say, you are so courageous. Oh, thank you. Seriously. Like, really. For having this conversation. <laughs> for doing this here. Mm-hmm. Being on the stage. So courageous. Because I, I, I don't like rejection. Mm-hmm. But that level would give me, I can never get it right, it would give me uh, post-traumatic syndrome. It, w- it, would, it would just, it would just trick, I mean, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So um, you were already pioneering the way, and then for something like that to happen, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. I said some choice words too. My mic was not on. I didn't have a mic. <laughs> I was in the car. Um, but, so thank you. If Friends, you got to know this. So this is, this is not just stuff that she's kind of, made up or learned this is she's lived this so let's jump into it great okay? great. all right five essentials five essentials well and i do want to say nope i'll just talk about five essentials and i'll work that in okay <laughs> so wherever i um again as a designer of learning mm-hmm. um i basically understood that there were kind of these five chunks that people needed to understand and so regardless of where i teach it so like whether i teach it in like a five week once mm-hmm. a week thing or you know once a month um, I'm also fortunate to, um, I teach at a school. Yeah. I teach at a school and I teach high school students this content, but we have it for a whole school year. So we really get to go deep. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, when you said that the, this generation coming up is not having it. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they are, I'm just, they are incredible. Um, and it gives me life. So it kind of helps with the trauma, like yeah. the trauma. And then I'm like, oh, but look at all my, 
happy with people. Yay. Okay. So, so they get the same, you know, five units, but of course deeper. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just, I feel like if people know these five things or equipped with these five things on a basic level, then you know how to move forward and you can build or go deeper. And so, um, the first three things just are what make up the construct of race in the first place. So number one, you have like, you have to understand, um, like race itself and eugenics or the junk science, the Mm -hmm. fake science. Okay. So we're going to learn about that. You have to understand um, the narratives, the stories, because that's how we pass history yeah. along. Like ultimately, if you if you never had a textbook, and, and history textbooks are kind of new to us in humanity and mm-hmm. the story of humans, but we really pass along um, stories. Right. And, you know that's like actual storytelling. Storytelling, right. yes, storytelling. So even you can learn something in a history book. Mm-hmm. But then, um, but the stories that your, you know, your parents are telling, even in their, you know, daily lives. and Those how are they, so much stronger. Those right? are stronger. Yeah. Right, right. So um, we are going to address these stories that have just become a part of our consciousness. And we, sometimes we don't even know how they got there. Like some of my students are, you know, like they say, how did it get baked in there like that? Right. You know, we don't even know. Yeah. And then um, policies. And again, you know, I tell my high school students, there's no debate. You don't have, there's, I don't understand why people want to get in debates. Like when, um, as our country was being formed and, um, people had like looking at, uh, one group of people as, um, you know, you can be our labor and the other people can be the ruling class. Like people just accept it, not just accepted it, but they accepted it and, and, you know, Sign God's name on it, use God's mm-hmm. name in vain and sign God's name on it. And this is how God said it shall be. So then they just wrote it down. So this stuff isn't even hidden. Like if you right. just know where to look, you know, start right. with the Constitution. Right. And there's so many policies. So you when you see so you have um, the policies, you have our beliefs and you have our stories that are all kind of determining. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, and then um, and kind of uh, determining, you know, how we live life. And we don't unless we know it. Uh, we just go along with it and we just think, oh, that's just how it is. But that's not the case. So those are the first three. And then the, um, the last two have to do with a lens. And so it's important Mm. that we have a lens. lens. Yeah. And I think previously a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. or last Last week, last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You talked about um, a lens. And so you, you have to have a lens to be able to view um, structure or power as a structure um, so we, we do a, we do a power analysis. So you have to have this lens to be able to look out and see, um, power at play in structures and institutions and things like that. And then you have to have a lens to look at yourself and you mm-hmm. have to understand like your brain and belief bias and how our brain can work against us if we are not aware of how the brain functions. And so those are the five essentials that wherever I go, whether it's in one day, five Mm -hmm. weeks, or a whole school year, those are, that's like the foundational building block. And if you have that, um, I'm telling you, like your eyes are open in a whole new way. And even if, I mean, of course, I say that is just, you know, the that's just a little seed. You You need to cultivate it, cultivate it, and grow. But at least if you have that, you will have um, a strong start. And a strong start is important to me. I I remember back in the day, <laughs> people, I don't know why churches do this, or communities. Communities do it too. Like, it's like, let's take this very nuanced and complex topic, and then let's gather people who never hang out with each other and have never talked to each other about this complex and nuanced topic and have all of this history, this hard history, between them. So you have these people with mm-hmm. little knowledge and a lot of fear. That's what I call it. Little knowledge, a lot of fear. And you mm. say, let's have a conversation. Yeah. And then it becomes one big traumatic experience. And then nobody wants to do that ever again. Right. And so back in the day, I said, if I ever had the opportunity to lead a learning experience, it won't be like that. Right. <laughs> so. I am so glad. I'm, I'm so glad. And that's why, that's why I think having a, a morning conversation, like a mm-hmm. Sunday morning conversation about this right. is so biblical to me. It's mm-hmm. so, this is, if, if the church has got to get this right. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that the, the church has, not in the past, but right now it's, at least it's not dragging behind. 
<laughs> like, let's just, I mean, I'm just, just be fair. Yeah. It's at least that's not dragging behind. Right. And so I'm not saying it's leading the way, but at least it's not dragging behind. And some are, are some churches might be leading the way, but I'm so glad we're doing this because yeah. I don't think people understand, like, the scripture lived out is powerful. And that's what scripture is supposed to be, powerful. But when scripture is just spoken, it's magic, which has no power. It's like, I'll just say it, yeah. and it will happen, and I feel it, and I love you, and da-da-da-da. And so there's a lot of talking mm-hmm. and not a lot of actually learning and doing the work. Right. And so we end, end up with shallow relationships mm-hmm. and even these, this, these phrases where, Love is every, everybody matters, and love, yeah. and we don't see color. Right. And God, like God, is colorblind. Really, you're right. calling the most creative being right. <laughs> colorblind. Right. Like there's some things that we think we're saying that right. actually heretical. Like as in they, they're like that's not even that's not even no stop stop right. stop saying that. Right. It's not even true. No. Um, so I, I am so glad that we're having this conversation about this. So. Brownicity, Brownicity is a course that we're offering, right? Right. Well, Brownicity is. I'm sorry. It's, it's, sorry. Is the is the learning yes. institution, but what lies between us is the course. Yes. There we go. What lies between? There we go. We are talking about that. We're offering it. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, oh my God, we have a thousand plus <laughs> households already oh signed God. up for this. Right. Bad boy. Yeah. Um, do we have some more space? Um, yes. Yeah, we do. We do. The answer right here yes, is yes. We do have that was more vertical. Space. That was yes. just like one of those. Yes. I, we yes do. See, this is course. me being like, oh my gosh, that's a big classroom. Right. But yes, we do have. Okay. It, 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 whoever wants to learn, come on. We have yeah. room for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so th- this is something, friends, we really need to uh, jump on. Um, I know a lot of people are apparently jumping on this, so this isn't just Mosaic people, right. but everyone. I know there are people who just joined us. See, we got Australia. We got people from Australia, Alaska, Hawaii. Wait, I'm missing some. South Africa. That like These are the people who have contacted us and said, and said I, well, will I get my book on time? Or, or does this apply? Oh, you know, wow. so, like in South Africa, yeah. you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I, sorry. I interrupted No, 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 no. no I, I'm the world. Hey, so... <laughs> Wherever you are, I Wherever know we have people are. who watch from India, mm. um, Malaysia, um, let's see, Italy, and uh, Bolivia sometimes, and some other people they too. They just have some to other... speak English because I, I, you need I'm, to work on yours. English. I know all the languages. we need all of the languages. All I'm, the... I'm working on it. Okay, you're working yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. You got a Kindle version? Yep. Of mm-hmm. it's out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, the so you can they can they, they can do well. Can they do that with the work? Well, because it's, it's a workbook and you want to write in it. I mean, if, if you right. want to, you can write on your own paper, you know. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's the Kindle for people who would okay. prefer a Kindle or who don't think that they'll get their book in time into it right. by Tuesday. Right. right. So we don't want to spend the whole time talking about curriculum. Oh, sorry. Okay. Right? Obviously. That's right. That's obviously. Right. Um, you did that. bring up another book. Oh, yes. Well, I, I, you know, you, you were talking you talk about, about how, yeah. you know, just this story of going, you know, beyond just shallow relationships. And so, um, you know, my father-in-law, he has a whole journey and experience of pastoring a diverse church and then understanding that um, there the need to go deeper and so okay. to move from what? No, I just want to say that again. Oh, okay. Because you just said he pastors a diverse church. Yes. In, the, Iowa. in Iowa. In Iowa. Number one, that's Number like, one, exactly. That's So he could just be like, okay, Number one, I'm is that good. even possible? Right. And people ask, like, how are you doing that? And it's not diverse like three black people, y'all. It's diverse like 50-50. How are you doing that in Iowa? Uh, oh, first of all, are there black people in well, Iowa? Yeah. <laughs> they all, do they all just go there? No, actually. <laughs> I know, right? There are black people in Iowa, y'all. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they all go there. <laughs> Go no. back. <laughs> okay. So, oh, Lord. Uh, and you're telling me that even though he has a diverse church, right? He went through this. Yes, exactly. So you know, some people would say, "Well, no, he should write this." Oh, 
Well, and then it's not true, though. Right. 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 Exactly. That's not true. Because diverse. Right. It doesn't mean it's not the same thing as actually active, you know, anti-racism, like deconstructing the things that have have kept us apart. So what he talks about in his book is that. So then when the uh, uh, what is it? The political things would roll around. It's time to vote. Yeah, yeah. So then the the church would like kind of be quiet and split for a little okay. bit. Yeah, yeah, and then once you know November passed, then everybody kind of <laughs> just kind of comes back together. Like, so again, we are celebrating being in the same building, but you know there's still very different deep, lives. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, we can have different lives, um, but. But there was not this ability to be able to have these conversations. Right. No language. No, no right. unified language. No unity. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. And I think that brings up this, the, the, the idea, too, is that uh, you were talking about, like, I think there are some people who are hearing this conversation and they're like, okay, okay, okay. So let me wrap my mind around this. Okay, you're talking about why this is important. Obviously, this is important. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dr. Lucretia is going to be giving of her time and effort to do this and this I mean she loves Jesus and we're trying to not just just do this for the world we're actually trying to lead the church in this so if you're a follower of Jesus if you're even close to following Jesus you need to jump in and then lean in towards this but I think like um, I think part of though though is this that that as we're trying to figure this whole thing out like what like w- you know like, why is this so important in terms of, like, um, you know, when it comes to the Bible? Like, when it comes to Scripture? Like, why, why is... Because, okay, here's what, I mean, here's what I mean. I think there are some Christians or followers of Jesus mm-hmm. that are white. They're going, it seems like, like, well, I, I, feel, I feel something. I feel fingers pointing. Okay? Oh, there's some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some... Um, black people would go, stop asking me questions I don't have answers to. Right, yeah. Right? Right. So, as followers of Jesus, who are so complicated and diverse, Mm -hmm. and, and like, and I'm in this, and I've started off by saying this, like, I thought this wasn't my fight, but now I know this is my fight, and so, I'm not black or white, I'm a part, but I'm part of the solution. So, I'm trying to navigate this. So right. this kind of brings everybody right. to the table, right? Right. Hey, let's just all learn, the, learn the stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah let's all learn the stuff. Yeah. It's not just, um, I think we were asked this question, like, is it just for white people? And I will say, like, our first iteration of the class was mostly um, people of color who appreciated, like, oh, my story has this context, right? right? And also, like, across the board, like, I get all kinds of comments from people who have taken the course. And I, I can just sum up their sentiment by saying it's liberating. Mm-hmm. When you understand what has happened and what is happening, then right. you have context right. for your own story or your family story. And it is not about shame or blame or even victimizing. It's about liberty and setting us up for liberty, yeah. for freedom. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you some questions as we end here. Okay. Bring it down to you. Okay. So I, and I already prepped her. She, she already knows the okay. questions. Uh-oh, okay. You, you do. You oh, should sure. know. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. You're, you know, okay. <laughs> so I asked you, all right, so uh, what is your biggest, um, what's your biggest hope in this? Okay. Well, I, I just. Like, were you hoping for this? Like. You got stuff to do. You got three <laughs> girls. I mean, why are you doing all this? I want and why are you doing this in the church? Right. I want people to, first of all, prioritize this. Because I know we can do it. Like, if I can do it. Like, this is, this is modeled after me, right? So, and I wouldn't ask you to answer questions or do anything that I haven't done myself. So, you know, I know that if, if I can do it, you can do it. So I want us to make it a priority and know that we can do it, like collectively, not wait on like some superhero or somebody, you know, out there to name. Because we have a tendency to want to do that. Like, well, we'll wait till the next Dr. Martin Luther King and forget that all those people were marching with him. All, all right. those people were in the coalitions or all those people were in the churches. So it was a collective effort. And so I... Um, my hope is that we understand that, um, you know, we can do it, especially if we are uh, 
equipped mm -hmm. to do it. We need to be equipped. We have right. not been equipped. Yeah. Um, all right. Then what is your biggest, I was going to say biggest fear in this, mm -hmm. um, but I like the whole idea of like what hangs in the balance? Like what if people go, listen, just give me Jesus. <laughs> just give me Jesus. Give me some scripture. Let's pray about it. And I'm not saying that flippantly. I'm just right. saying that there are well-meaning people that go, no, we just need more Jesus. Okay. And that you and I have this conversation. Right. We've been had Jesus. Right. We had Jesus when, okay, again, content. We've had Jesus. And, if, and again, I had Jesus. And, but, if, <laughs> but if that's all it took, so maybe it's just our interpretation of Jesus. Okay? But if right. that's all it took, we wouldn't have this in the first place. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yes, um, yes, Jesus, but I also know that Jesus calls us to um, a oneness mm -hmm. and then has given us, like, he, you know, working through people. I'm one of those people. So it's like, okay, we could yeah. uh, jump through all of these hoops and learn how to be a curriculum designer or whatever. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> Marry a white guy. Um, have a father as a police officer. Mm -hmm. have Your father was a police officer. Yes, yes. See, I'm not, it's not about uh, taking sides here. This is about freedom, freedom, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, so Jesus is like, all this, here you go, and now, you know, go help. And so, um, you know, I would hate for us to miss this opportunity, and then our kids have yeah. to. Yeah. Like, do all this. And mm -hmm. then they'll judge us. <laughs> they'll they already like, do. Oh, yes, I know. They'll be like, y'all dummies. <laughs> you could have done something, didn't do nothing. Right, right, right. So your biggest hope is, is like, we would miss an opportunity. And I will say this because I know, I mean, I'm, I'm an author too. This isn't you getting to sell books. This isn't. <laughs> This is bigger than that. This is oh like, this is just could be the starting point to a lifelong journey uh -huh. into that, you know? So where your father-in-law went through this and then wrote, right. wrote and himself then he wrote a, a book. book. Yeah, he wrote a book about it. He wrote a book about his journey. It's amazing. That's you awesome. Know, you should read it. And then look, it's like, I mean, did it's, I it's that juicy. Book? No, did you didn't. You did not. I did. I ported it. I forgot. <laughs> hey, I, I wrote that for it. I did. Oh my god! Yeah, I think my forward is better than no, your forward. No, no, my forward will make you cry. Read my forward. My forward didn't make you cry. <laughs> no, my forward was two it was lines. So good. Oh, mine, no. mine was like good luck. <laughs> Here's, no, here's your forward. See, see, that's yeah, good. It was good. Yeah, my forward was really. Good. All right. <laughs> You're hilarious. Okay, so we talked about your hope. Um, yeah. What hangs in the balance, right? Um, what's your prayer? What's uh, your prayer? And you brought up yes. You brought up John 17. Right. Um, talk to us about that. When I read, I just remember, like, when I first read the Bible for myself. You know, I was in my 20s, so it wasn't like, you know, a Bible study. It's like Lucretia and her nerdy self, you know, with her maps and charts and lexicon. Yeah, that's me. And I'm going to read this Bible. It took me three years wow. to go through it, right? And I just remember reading... Um, John 17, and what is that, starting at 20? And it just jumped out and grabbed me. Like, this is so important, right? So that it, it's put right at the end. It's his last prayer. And I think I'm blown away because, you know, that, it, like, he, he gave us the ability mm -hmm. to do it. First of all, he spoke it forth, and we mm -hmm. know that words wield worlds. Mm -hmm. So it's already spoken it's already attainable, and then we are equipped um, to do it. We just need, uh, you know, we need to know the know-how. We need to be told to, like, stop being silent and mm -hmm. stop doing nothing. Okay, so do you want yeah, to read this? It. Okay, it says, um, and this is Jesus um, praying to uh, the Father, Mother. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me, through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you, and may they be in us um, so that the world will believe you sent me. Mm -hmm. I have given them the glory you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. Mm -hmm. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect 
unity Mm -hmm. that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given to me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all the glory you gave me because you love me even before the world began. So we had oneness even before someone said, you're races of, you are races of people and you are, you know, some of you are more valuable and some of you are less mm-hmm. valuable. Yeah. I mean, you've heard this before. The word devil even comes, is derived from the word to, di- to divide. And mm-hmm. so um, if we, as humanity, an expression of Jesus Christ, the Christ, as we have formed in him, through him, by him, mm-hmm. uh, live in him, you know, we, if he can divide us, mm-hmm. then he can conquer us mm-hmm. in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, um, so I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for your heart in this. I'm grateful for this conversation. I know we can have more of this and, um, why don't we do this? Why don't we pray? Okay. Why, why don't you pray? Oh, why see. Why don't you pray? Yeah, you gotta pray. No? <laughs> okay. Come on. I'll pray. I can pray. It, I, you can okay. pray. You pray. I'll be good. Okay. Right. Ready? Uh, most high. I just thank you. Mm for how you're calling us. I'm so elated. Um, Your word says that those who have ears to hear will hear. And right now, I can see the world hearing. It's so encouraging. So we are grateful. Our ears are pressed to your chest to hear your heart beat. Our ears um, are pressed um, to your lips to hear your words speak. We listen. We thank you for the equippers that you have sent before us. And we are grateful for those you have sent to help equip us now. Um, Together we know that we can do this. You have designed us to do this in unity. So I thank you for this overcoming spirit that has overcome us right now. May we move forward and overcome the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.